welcome to Cody Cast. This is Cody Allen's podcast. You probably know her face because she's such a popular character on the hit show, This Is Us. Great drama on NBC, but also she's making a country music album. Uh, she's on the line with us right now. Chrissy Metz is here. Hi, it's Chrissy. Hey, Chrissy. Great to uh, chat with you. How you doing? You too. Um, I'm well. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I am uh, coming to you from my luxurious uh, guest room, which is uh, <laughs> basically a table, a laptop, a microphone, and a phone. So, it's, yeah. Listen, I typically have my laptop on a Panasonic box, so I get it. I mean, actually, CMT has done such a good job in like bringing stuff in. Like, I do have a camera in here for, I do a TV thing for them, so they brought a camera and they brought like a ring light. I learned what a ring light was in March. And it's, I know. It's my Same. new best friend. I like, I could never now live without a ring light. <laughs> so. Honestly, it's hard to like have like family FaceTime without one. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? And yeah. now that we have like Zoom and I figured out how to get the filter so that you get the smooth. Oh, you, you know oh, you, oh see. You, yeah, I can't do that because then it's like I just open up a can of worms with that. I can't. <laughs> I'm like, Chrissy, you're going to have to just learn to love yourself just as you are. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like people. Yeah, you're right. Because people probably think like, oh, have you gotten some Botox? Are you? What, are you, <laughs> what is your what's your skin no. regimen? Because it's definitely working. Whatever you're yeah, doing. Exactly. I don't what I'm saying is I don't want to live a lie is what I'm saying. <laughs> I love that about you. Yeah. <laughs> um, we know you from a TV and also this song is you just released is so good. I, um, I've been listening to it on repeat all day today. Um, it's a really great song. And this is sort of your introduction to the world of country music. Although over the past couple of years, you've done some really cool things in country, including singing on the ACM Awards last year with Carrie and, and just some pinch me moments you've had over the last uh, couple of years. So um, yeah. why go into country? You want to tell us that first? Yeah, I mean, music was always my first love and it sort of got pushed to the back burner when um, I met my manager and it was TV and film sort of focused. Um, but country music for me, has, I, was, I grew up with it. And um, I've just always loved it. And I mean, I've been, of course, um, influenced by all genres of music. But um, when it comes to country, I just love the storytelling of it. You know, I love when you hear the verse and you're like, oh, what's the course? And then like, what's the turn of the course going to be? And, you know, um, those those are just really special um, aspects of country music that I've always loved. Yeah. And I always just keep coming back to country music so yeah. um yeah it just made sense that's cool i'm um, talking to god really has sort of that twist as well because when you first hear it and that first lyric hits you're like where is this going <laughs> uh-huh. did it strike yeah. you that way it's kind of like oh i love this kind of left turn it takes yeah absolutely i mean you could go any anyway and so it's i, I feel like it's always really smart you know those hmm. those really cool um storytelling sto- uh, stories and, and songs and even though I didn't co-write the song, it was uh, found at an Ashton McBride writer's retreat or written. Um, and I'm friendly with uh, her and all the writers there that when I heard it, I just, I was like, oh, I really love this. Like, I really want to cut it. Is Ashley going to cut it? Who's going to cut it? <laughs> and so, um, you know, I'm just really, I feel really grateful to to be the uh, the first storyteller of, of the of the song when it comes to the first sort of release to the masses a lot of people come out with like an upbeat kind of sassy song um and what was our temptation to do that versus a song like this that has more emotions 
Listen, I am upbeat and I'm sassy and all those things for sure. But um, I felt like it was a a good medium between like, you know, up tempo, but also having a message and also saying something in a real way. And that's sort of how I live my life. And so it just made it made perfect sense to me to start with talking to God. And um, then, of course, with actress coming um, next, it's, you know, one of those cathartic breakup song ballads <laughs> so yeah it's um and, but there are some there are a couple sassy ones coming down the pike on the album and um one in particular going to be on the the ep that will release in september so not to fret there's all sorts of 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 things and in, in the storytelling of this album but i just um talking to god just felt right for it to be the first single I think it's a great first single, and I think your voice, I think it highlights your voice also, which I think is powerful, and um, anyway, I play a lot of female artists on my radio shows, so I love that you're bringing us something we can play, and that sounds so good, and it has a a powerful message within like three minutes. (laughs) Not easy to do. I know, it's it's not, yeah, it's not easy, so um, we'll be playing it on on my shows. Um, Thanks. Tell me more about the album, so is it complete? No, so we just finished the tracking for the back half of it. So we have uh, six more songs that I'm going to, um, you know, track vocals on, mm. hopefully with uh, next week, um, with the social distancing, of course, um, mandates in place. So um, there'll just be one of my producers and myself um, in the studio. But um, we have five songs uh-huh. done. So that'll be the five song EP that comes out in September. And then hopefully the album before the end of the year you before this is us became a gigantic hit you played a lot of roles and you really mm-hmm. you hustled for a long time you were not an overnight success in hollywood um, oh my gosh no <laughs> 12 years is no overnight success <laughs> so tell me about that hustle and then after that i want to talk about sort of how that might help you in navigating country music a little bit, like that sort of perseverance and like not, not giving up on your dreams. So first, how did you get, you know, famous in Hollywood? How'd you make that happen? By the grace of God. Sometimes I don't even know. I'm like, what? (laughs) Um, But honestly, you know, I came out from Gainesville, Florida, and I was living in a two bedroom apartment with six girls on air mattresses, you know, and taking these kids on auditions and never having any of my own. And it was like, what am I doing here? Am I like, is this the right place? Is this the right time? And um, then I became an agent's assistant and I became an agent for nine years. And I was like, okay, universe. Well, okay. Clearly it's not, maybe it's just not for me. And um, I think it takes a while for art to actually imitate life and for people to be open and interested in having every single kind of person, whether it's age, weight, race, um, you know, uh, backgrounds, you know, any of those things to be told. And I think it just took a while for people to think like, Oh, there are people who are unconventional or who aren't depicted in mass media, that stories are important to be told. And so I just had to wait a lot longer than than I expected, but I never expected this kind of um, response and this kind of um, success in that it's not just monetary, but it's like, heart and soul and your spirit is fulfilled and that's i think why everybody does art so i didn't think it was going to happen it did take 12 years um and so i feel like if i can do it anybody (laughs) can do it and i think it was really about like 
I don't want to give up now. Like, I feel like I'm so close, but I never, I think you always have to check your intentions Mm -hmm. as to why you want to do something. And when you come from a good place, then the success is obviously relative, but also will come eventually. Maybe you've kind of answered this, but I know a lot of people listening right now who maybe they don't dream of being an, an uh, actress or being a country music star or whatever, but they're just trying to make it and they don't feel like they necessarily have the self-esteem or they don't mm-hmm. fit in or they're a little different. And you, mm-hmm. I think you understand all those things being that I feel like you uh, may not be, again, the what Hollywood may have wanted at, mm-hmm. immedi- immediately, but they learn to put people like you on the screen because that really represents other people who right. who, who would come and watch the show or, or see the movie. Um, so speak to those people just for a moment who are listening, who are just trying, struggling to sort of like find themselves and stay grounded and figure yeah. out that dream, you know? Yeah. Well, um, interestingly enough, Devon Franklin, who is a dear friend and also producer, he produced the movie Breakthrough I was in. Um, he always says that you have to learn how to carry a crown before you can wear one. And that was so profound for me. I was like, oh, I was doing all this work and I was doing all the things that I didn't want to do so I could learn what to do when, when and if it should happen. And I think that so much of, again, it goes back to intentions of what are your intentions? What do you put your attention on? And what is your purpose in, in being happy? And I think so much of what all, all of us do is try to appease everybody else. And if you could come back to self and realize that you are entitled and you're deserving of being happy, whatever that looks like, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And that's, And also, I think that people think like, if I've never found this, if I don't ever have this kind of house, or if I don't, you know, the sort of materialistic gain or success that they're not successful, but success is not always measured in things. Yeah, it's really, you know, so much, so much bigger than that. So um, I think also, that's uh, really important to Mm -hmm. equate into the bigger picture. While you were getting there to all that success, did you have some odd jobs? Did you have some jobs where like you were just trying to get by scraping money to you know pay well, the bills? I mean, listen, I, I sold um, Invisaligns for like <laughs> a, a season at like different, you know, fairs or whatever. Um, I babysat a lot and um, I worked at the at CVS, the drugstore. Uh, while I was also a junior agent and working in an office, you know, like whatever you need to do to make ends meet, you know, mm-hmm. is, is what you do. But, um, I feel like I really, my training was being an agent and realizing like behind the desk, learning all of those things. And, oh, I mean, that was tricky. Cause it's like watching it your boyfriend take another woman out every day because you're like oh great great you can go have a great time where I would like to be this is so you know it's hard it's hard but I think it really affirms for anybody that like oh I want to do this and I want to do it for the right reason so how about the uh, Nashville hustle country music has received you as I mentioned before with open arms you've done a lot of cool things over the past couple of years and now with new music coming obviously we're embracing you even more so what has that sort of transition been like and how has the family of country received you I mean I keep saying this but I feel like there's it's just very welcoming. I don't, I don't, it doesn't feel competitive, which is really refreshing. Um, and I think when people are sort of in any capacity, if they're very secure in who they are and what they bring to a table, they're not 
you know, poo-pooing somebody else's, you know, dream or desire because there's enough to go around. And that's what it feels like um, here. You know, it feels like everybody's like, oh my gosh, come like, yeah, let's, you know, and it feels really nice because it's scary. It's scary to pursue something that's so important to you. And then, uh, you know, but up against, you know, people who might not necessarily be encouraging or supportive. Um, so it's been nice that everybody's been very kind. Uh, so you're splitting time between Nashville and LA then? Well, I haven't left Nashville. I bought a home here in February and then we came out in March to finish the album and quarantine hit and we (laughs) have not been back to LA since. Um, so, so, um, the roots are definitely growing here. Um, and no, but I definitely plan on coming back and forth. Um, and it's not very far from where I grew up in Florida and all my family's from and still, uh, so it's, it feels good, but whenever we get back to work for the show as of course, then I'm when I get back to LA, but I don't know when that's going to be. Yeah. You're right. Um, have you made friends here? I have, you know, I, because I've been coming back for back and forth almost two years to songwrite um, through the songwriting community. And then, you know, through my manager and different people, um, I definitely have made some really great friends. So it's nice. It's Hmm. when we can actually socialize, it'll be great. (laughs) Right. Uh, Yeah. uh, You call yourself on Twitter, a lipstick enthusiast. And this this is probably the downside of the whole mask thing, because I feel like you can't see people's smiles. And if you're a woman and you're a lipstick enthusiast, they can't see the lipstick. Agreed. But guess what? I still wear it. (laughs) (laughs) I sure do. Like today I went, um, I went to go grab something to eat and I was like, why am I reapplying my lipstick? Nobody can see it. I'm like, it's for you, Christine. It's for you. So yeah, but I thought about that too. A couple of weeks ago, I was like, Oh, what will become of lipstick? And I yeah. thought, okay, let's get masks that have a clear opening. So at least we can admire, you know, admire the yeah, lips yeah. or at least see the mouth moving. Do you have a uh, favorite mask you're wearing right now? What does your mask look like? Um, you know what? I have a lot of the, um, just sort of those medical, the blue ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because they're disposable and um, that way, you know, you to be safe as possible. But um, I don't have any really cute ones. I, I you know, I, I, every, I see people like they are really doing it up. And I think, right. Chrissy, you're, you're really slacking on your mask game. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you on that. I've been doing like the bandanas because I feel like a bandana <gasps> looks kind of cool. Oh, my God. The bandanas are sexy. They're yeah. like, there's like, you're like an outlaw. Yeah, I, I love them. I feel like I'm dressing every day when I go out of the house, going to like a, a festival, like I'm going to Coachella or Stagecoach Same. or something. Same. Yeah. That's what I. That's what I think when I see people, and I'm like, for a split second, I'm like, oh look, and then I'm like, oh no, they're just being safe. They're not going anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> they're not going to a concert. <laughs> Do you have a favorite uh, lipstick color? Is there one you always gravitate to? Oh my gosh. I mean, yeah, I always sort of go in like the pink and peach sort of family. Um, I do love a red lip. And I have no shame. I'm clearly a very shy girl. So um, I, uh, I like them all. I mean, I don't, I used to like in my younger years, I would wear like, like black or purple, you know, <laughs> like, Right. there's really, there's really not a color that I probably won't wear. I've also been following you on um, a Snapchat and uh, all the social media, the gram. Uh, and beyond. Um, and I noticed something that we have in common is that I love accents. I love 
You um, do? Yeah, I do. I love to do impersonations. It drives my kids crazy because they're like, Dad, stop. But Wait, wait, how old are your kids? So my kids are a little bit older. They're, they're grown, but their entire, uh, my kid, uh, youngest is 18. I got a 21-year-old. But their whole life, I've done like all so the- you've embarrassed them forever. Forever. <laughs> yes. I, I can do all the like uh, presidents. I can do- um, Whoa. Yeah, I know. That's I do, impressive. I can do um, some of the foreign accents, which I noticed that's kind of your specialty is like these accents from uh, various regions. <laughs> I mean, listen, I, I would, I'm, the reason why I do them so often is because I'm trying to perfect them. But the one I cannot get is Australian. I think Australian and um, like Kiwi, like people from New Zealand, those are or South, South African. Like those are South really African. hard. That's, I mean, they are so yeah. hard for me. What, what is, what is the hardest accent for you? Um, I think that one is hard. Let me just. You're like none of them. I'm perfect. No, no, no. I think I think Australian's hard because I always mix it up with being like a British accent almost, but it's got more well, of a drawl to it. Exactly. And, they like chew on the words more. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, I my former producer was from Australia, so I got to hang out with him a bunch, and he would. He kind of taught me a little bit of how to do it because I always want to go into like a you know a British thing and talk like right. this and it's like very prim and proper. And then I he told right. me it's more of like you have to slow it down a little bit and you got to move your jawline a little bit and talk about the shrimp on the barbie and right. and then hanging out with Keith Urban a little bit that kind of helps too. Like he's definitely oh. yeah, he's amazing. But what a cool guy! What a he is. I mean. He's, yeah, just I know. oozes it, right? I mean, it's ridiculous. I'm not kidding you. Every single person that I've <laughs> come in contact with are like, "Have you met Keith?" And I'm like, "Yeah." They're like, oh, does, "Doesn't he smell so good?" That's the second uh, thing yeah. <laughs> that every single person has yeah. asked or commented on. And I'm like, oh, "He does smell good," mm-hmm. but I, 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 you know, I don't think about that. I think about you know who he is and his, yeah. his music, but like it's just really funny. But yes, Australian is a really tricky accent, and I do love to do it. I typically end up doing an English accent yeah. and probably offending every single person in the UK. And I apologize. Yeah, same here. Publicly, same here. <laughs> Keith. Going back real quick, I remember yeah. one time after a show, he did like a backstage, you know, come after the pro after the show and, and say hi or whatever. And I remember. Uh, giving him like a you know a bro hug, and I smelt like Keith the rest of the night. God, I smell like Keith Urban. Yeah, so he... what is it? Is it oil? It can't be cologne. <laughs> well, I've narrowed it down to a couple of things. It's a uh, it, there is one cologne I know he wears. It's um, Bottega Venete. Is my I, I hope I'm saying that right. Uh, it's I believe that's Italian. That's one, and then he's got s- several other scents that I I don't even know what they are. Like he, every time he surprises oh, he me, mixes though, them? I think it's something new every time. And oh, I I've asked him this question, like, what do you wear and how do you do this? And he will never give me a straight answer. It is always I'm so glad. yeah yeah. He will not give away the secrets. <laughs> And so, he shouldn't. No, he shouldn't. He shouldn't, because uh, I bet it's been a while to perfect it. Yeah. Uh, back to the accents real quick. I thought I might play a quick game with you as we wrap up. Um, so, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay. I, how about we start with, since we both talked about this old English sort of British accent, and uh-huh. you tell me your favorite food in a British accent. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm ready. Okay. All right. Oh, my God. I'm nervous. 
My favourite food is probably um, cheese. I really like cheese, like a ton. Um, I like pizza, which is just like bread with cheese. Um, and I like um, I like chocolate. I like um, I like breads. I love carbs. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. <laughs> so good. Ridiculous. How about uh, real, a couple more here? Maybe a, do you do a New Yorker accent? Maybe? I can try to do it. I hopefully don't offend anybody. Again, same story. I don't want to. I don't want to make this like we're making fun. But obviously, these are regional yeah. voices that are really. I mean, they're fun to hear. So yeah. uh, maybe tell me about your favorite hobby in a in a New York accent. How would that go? Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> So um, I really like to play tether ball. Um, I really um, I do. I used to when I was a kid. I used to skate a lot. Um, um, quad skate, not like a rollerblade. Um, I'm terrible. This That's really terrible. good. Tether ball. <laughs> uh, ter- terrible is what it is. <laughs> we will close with this. Um, yeah. A southern accent giving me your motto for 2020 so far (laughs) well i would say my motto for 2020 is probably just to like really just enjoy what's going on you know like just don't worry about the past and don't be scared of the future live in the present (laughs) oh that is so good i loved all those oh man well People got to check, oh check out Only this. Only for you. Oh, for you. so good. Um, I can't wait to see you in person. Uh, hopefully on the other side of this. Uh, wait, where do you live? So I'm in Nashville also. Yeah, I have. Oh, uh, okay. I'm on the west side. So if you take, I'm about a mile out of side of downtown. I just went there yesterday. My friend lives right around there. So. Well, come on by. Yeah, right. I'm sure we've seen each other in passing and. And I just didn't know it was you and you didn't know it was me or something. Yeah, no, I knew it was you when I've seen you a couple times at the shows and I've been like wanting to jump in like, hey, Chrissy, hey, I'm, a, oh. I'm a huge fan. Uh, okay, you better now. You have to now. Yeah, I didn't want to bug. I didn't want to be that guy, but um, I will next You're time. You're not that guy. Um, and you better now. And come on by. I, I fix like turkey sandwiches every day for lunch um, about 12, 15. What? So come on. Yeah, How cute are you? I know. You're welcome. <laughs> we have like Capri Suns and Doritos with them. It's really... It's, Oh my god! If that doesn't bring me back to fifth grade, I don't know what. <laughs> That's what quarantine has done for me. It's brought me back to my childhood again, making sandwiches right. for myself. So, who do you make sandwiches for? I was going to ask you. Me, it's me and the dog all day by ourselves right here. Uh, what kind uh, of dog do you have? So I have a golden retriever. <gasps> yeah, his name is Teddy, and oh, no. uh, your friend oh, Ashley no. McBride, I think, has a golden as well. Um, oh no! What do you mean? Oh no! I just love golden uh, retrievers so much. In all seriousness, I will give you my number and your. Well, you have my number actually. You just call me. Yeah, I, so that's my is, number. This is your personal. Cell that's phone? my personal okay. sale. So, um, okay. so yeah, you take it in, and then if yeah, come on by because he's a friendly guy. Teddy. Anytime, holler. Okay. Okay. Okay, I will do that. <laughs> it's been I great uh, chatting a little bit, and I will spread the good word about the new song, and we'll be playing it to start Thank next week. You, so. Sure. 
appreciate that so much. You bet, Chrissy. Take care. We'll see uh, you soon. You too. Okay. okay. <laughs> this has been Cody Cast. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen anytime on the iHeartRadio app. Cody is heard on hundreds of radio stations across America and seen on CMT Hot 20 Countdown every weekend. For more, go to cmtcody.com.